Thank you, love, and welcome to Medicine Caller Podcast. I want to invite you another layer deeper into the temple. We have a Patreon, and I would love for you to check it out. There are layers of support and nourishment for people calling medicine and for people restoring the temple, people healing together. I would love for you to come support this podcast and be supported in even more ways. To all my Patreon members, thank you. We are in this together. I appreciate you. I'm grateful. We'll talk soon. Consider yourself invited. Check it out, and I invite you to join. Let's get on with the show. Intimate, wise, and healing conversations with the people who are carrying us through this time of true transformation and complete rebirth. Welcome to Medicine Caller, where visionaries share the real, the raw, the good, and the holy. I am your host, Sophia Wise One. Let's journey. Hi loves, welcome to Medicine Caller. They call me Sophia Wise One. I am here with you. I am in Arizona currently. I am at the She Podcasts Live Conference and I am building a red tent and calling the temple and summoning the sacred fields on behalf of this great gathering of those that are rising and speaking and learning and teaching, impacting and influencing, entertaining and supporting. It's awesome. It's an awesome place and it's an awesome time. And I am in my own harvest and my own emergence and my own tenderness. I've really been noticing the ways in which I have felt insulated in my journey and in my process and the ways that feel good and a kind of maturing, a kind of uh, wonderful caretaking of the tender parts of myself and a patience and a curiosity and a letting go and a non urgency and a pacing and also the subtle places of hiding and worry and doubt and um, questioning and those edges, those places that I think sometimes they intersect. I think sometimes they happen simultaneously and sometimes they're very distinct and different and I'm feeling a really powerful moment, a really powerful place right now in... Letting the change 
that I have prayed for. Remember, a, a prayer for healing is always a prayer for change. And so I begged for healing. A lot of us begged for healing. A lot of us are still begging for healing. <laughs> and that's good. Keep on keep on begging um, when we feel it. And And as much as I encourage the getting on the hands and knees and bowing and begging and belly to the earth and forehead to the ground and toes curled in humility and humbleness and surrender, which I do. It is it is the peaceful place uh, if you haven't done that in a while or ever. Give it a try. Just literally lay down and just beg for what you want in the most humble of all places. And at the same time, I the rise, the open eyes, the sensing with my skin and with my flesh and with my ears and with my mouth and with my nose and and really taking in the beauty of the life. Because it's all there, right? Like where we put our focus, what we look for, the evidence we look for, the the thing is we'll find the evidence like we will. And so make sure that you look up from the begging to also look around and see the beauty. Like what is it to be so in love with it all, right? Like in love with the pain and in love with the ecstasy and in love with the tenderness and in love with the fierceness, in love with the strength and the feistiness and the the hilarity and in love with the quiet, don't wake the baby. Um, I think about doing the dishes. (laughs) I think about doing the dishes after putting the babies to sleep, right? And this feeling of like the way that that tunes to the subtlest sound. And so it's like, the baby's not going to be bothered by a couple dishes sound, but the part of me that has gone into that sweet, sensitive, um, very responsive state that would like to do the dishes in a quiet way, to like ride that deep quiet and then let it go, right? Like to have those two minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes and then to to kind of let go of that carefulness. And all of those different states of being are so wonderful. They're they're here, right? I mean, they're being here. That's like just big being on the planet and being in form. And I'm going to yawn. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I I want to share with you, I was, I was looking through some of my archives and I want to share with you right now a teaching from the training ground from many moons ago, many, many moons ago. And the core of this teaching is tracking the effectiveness of a session, healing space or uh, medicine or being in ceremony when you're with someone and it's like, is it working? So I'm going to let that, that, that teaching do its, its thing in a second. I'm going to share that, that 
recording with you. It was really nourishing for me to listen to. And it feels, it feels like this, this piece that we're all in right now, which is this, what are we paying attention to? How do we treasure and validate it for whatever it is? And yet, how do we also allow the mature discernment of what is happening? And that's what I want to share with you. So lean back, climb into the nest of the training ground here. This just this little snippet, this little teaching as we explore and reflect on where we put our focus and how we measure the effectiveness in a healing experience. Take a breath and I'll say this if you haven't already, give yourself permission to receive whatever it is that you are needing in this moment in whatever form it can get to you lean back and let's let's take a journey into the training ground so as i was saying um uh trading looking for a release or a cathartic release or an emotional um expression as the sign that it's working or that it's we've we've hit that like it's gold that feeling that it was like it can really again just naming that like it can feel our own feeling we can like really feel good about ourselves when we get that like external results um and actually not only us people that get a lot of this work also will come with the expectation to like get a good cry um which It's neither here nor there. It's their experience. Um, but we don't want to be in on that with them, <laughs> have that agenda. And so the thing to be tracking for kind of the results is this experience of if what's being offered is being received. Tracking that level. Is it getting deflected? Is it getting pushed back at you? Um, is it getting taken in? And it's one of the things that I teach people is the process of <coughs> receiving a blessing. So, um, and we've, d- we've done this a number of times kind of with each other a lot of the time in healing spaces, which is, we've talked about, I think I've talked about once before, which is that process of like asking for a blessing, sh- shifting your focus into your experience where you re- feel the blessing touch you. Feel, so if this was getting a massage, feel, my focus would then be, as the person receiving body work, would be feeling the touch on my body. Okay? Feeling the hands or feeling the presence of the person next to me. Feeling the prayer. R- r- shifting your focus towards the receptive side of what's happening. And then here's the real advanced tactic is slipping into deep noticing in that space and seeing and noticing how things change once contact is made. So it's like I'm feeling the hand and I'm noticing my body melt or I'm noticing all my patterns come up or I'm noticing half of myself melts and this one part of me comes to the surface. And and that's like on that body visceral level. And a practice that helps us do that is breathing into the point of contact, right? So breathing into where the practitioner's hand is, breathing into where we're sending the blessing, which is why um, finding it in the body can be very helpful because it can 
start to make a blessing, receiving a blessing or an energy experience or a spirit experience, um, we can help ground it in a visceral experience. So being on the receiving end and, um, and, and fo- having your focus be the receiving of it and then watching what changes. So when we're visualizing, so I do a visual check-in on my heart and my heart looks, uh, uh, it's, I'll just do it, right? So it's mountain, it's very cloudy, it's, um, uh, yeah, a gorgeous mountain and I can't see it. So that's my heart. <laughs> I can feel it and that's what it is, right? So I don't change anything. I invite the blessing to come to it, okay? So I ask for the blessing of, um, like an A, just bless it, general blessing. That's like that notion of like the no agenda Reiki practice or like praying to God and handing it over space, um, which I guess I'll just do that, that, like most basic, very potent, right? Potent, simple. And then I shift into feeling them, that feeling that I just identified, I shift into focusing on feeling it as though, it, as though I am that mountain and those clouds and the blessing is coming to me Ooh, and it happens, right? And then I just breathe in, I take in that blessing and I feel. And what happens without doing anything else is the first thing that comes to mind as I feel that is I feel the creeks and then I hear the water outside and I begin to feel this like the water and then the clouds start to rain. Okay, they're there for a reason, right? Like, okay. So this is the receiving of the blessing. And then I just notice. I breathe and I notice. I breathe and I notice. I breathe and I notice. I'm like, okay. Rain. Okay. So, and if I were, if we were going to stay in the session, we would just kind of stay with that and let that, you know, go, 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 go. Just let, and it's like my focus is like it's raining. It's there. I'm feeling and breathing. The blessing is still coming. It touches. And then I let it, unf- and just let it unfold. It will do these ripples. Um, in the same way that like a massage stroke or a Reiki placement will have an impact and then it's like you could step away and come back and it would be different. So it's like, again, that slowing down tactic or like a couple, you know, body work again, it's like if you were doing a couple, these things you like give the input in, let the input arrive and shift. So. So that's what it looks like or feels like on the receiving end. You just shift that focus and you're receiving it. And then this belief and the knowing that it will shift. Like I don't have to do anything to make a hand on my body change my body. On the most basic level, it's going to increase heat. It's going to change, you know, body temperatures are going to start to equalize through each other. It's like a million things are automatically happening. So I don't have to make something happen. I just know that something's happening and be willing to trust that and let it kind of go through. So as a practitioner, when we're working on a subtle level off the body or blessing or a prayer or physical, um, noticing that what you're doing is that offer and is it getting like absorbed, like I have that image of like a, like a balm or an oil on really dry skin. Like is it going in? You know, is it going in? And that's really... Um, the only thing you really, that's the only results thing that you really want to focus on and tracking um, in general, right? There's like specific moments you talked about, you know, soul, tracking, dissociation, presence, <coughs> like things like that. But overall, even inside that moment, this is the same thing that you're doing. 
which is like, is this getting received? If it's not getting received, it's a great time to just come back, come back, come back to that checking in, come back to that, you know, come back to the eye, right? Come back and be like, okay. Because just being present with what is happening is always a good answer. It always makes you 100,000 times more profound than everyone's average life, <laughs> you know? So, um, and when we let go of the agenda of there needing to be a big cry to have it be real, because a lot of the time, a lot of my sessions now, I'd say half the time people don't cry on the table at all anymore. But, like, you know they go home and, like, shit goes down, goes up, goes left, goes right, starts moving around. Um, and so efficacy, efficiency is something that it happens in a different in a different way than just, which is very similar to what we were talking about before in terms of like catharsis versus transformation or actual alchemy. You know, it's like you can put on a good show, but the application. And so really letting your work be potent without showing signs. And the, the potency is like, is it, is it, is it getting in? And if it's not, letting the container be a worthwhile thing in and of itself. As opposed to, so if someone, right again, coming back to that, if someone's shutting down, being with them in that space. Because I'll have this. It's like I have, a, I have a client right now who just keeps, they are growing me so, uh, so big right now. I am getting better by the day working with this person. Because I feel like every time I throw something out there, I get a response. Not every time. Every three times I throw something out there, I get a response back that's like, um, but wait, I can't and does it. Because I don't know if, and I'm like, oh my God. And I find myself saying a lot like, you literally will, nothing will change and get better if you don't, like, if you just keep fighting it changing and getting better. Like, it's like every offer is just like, okay, but like, can I maintain my previous story about everything? <laughs> and I'm like, you sure can, but it can't help you if you do that, you know? But it's like, my irritation is not the helpful thing. That's like my growth, right? <laughs> That's all about me. So what I get to do with them is like, how do I simplify what I'm offering them? I'm giving them too complex of a concept that they're getting attached to. Well, do you mean this? And how do I do this? And I don't know, I don't know if it's really my little talking and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, forget your little. Just watch your behaviors and tell me if you like the way you act or not. Like, let's just like forget about your little taking over and running your life. Like, it was just like this whole, it was like weeks of like little emails. And I was like, why? What is, this is not what's, you know? And so it's like, and I knew that that was their attachment. They could get confused in the concept as a way of, of holding on. So it was like, let's just let the concept go, you know? But if I get, you know, mad at them or I keep pushing the, con if I keep trying to get the concept through when they keep pushing back, then I'm just like everyone else who told them they need to be a certain way, you know? So letting go of that being like, okay, Great. This isn't working. Let's let's find another like let's find another way. Right? <laughs> I feel you. Okay. Great. Um, did anybody have anything else that they wanted to say? For sure. You do. Something in what you said that I just that hit something in me when you were explaining like making more making space for. Um, like looking for the like looking where the healing is actually landing and not totally focusing on like that big release. I felt like a little bit of um, like that feeling of like don't like I 
felt like a little shaming and like, oh, if you have a good cry, it's just like for... Oh. Yeah, so I just wanted to come back if you could say something. You know what I'm, I'm yeah. having trouble saying. I know exactly I what you're saying. I know exactly what you're on. saying, and I know exactly what that touched on, and I know that feeling 100,000 times. Let's be clear. Um, often, a major point of alchemy will have a major emotional or physiological component to it. A major turning point will. It will have a like visual, energetic, emotive, and or mental um, whole process. And that what that often looks like is a big weep or a big rage release or a big emotional thing. We think about it as a big emotional thing, but really, if we're really paying attention, it's all of those things. It's a physiological response. It's an emotional response. Usually there's a mental landscape shift, a release, or a let go, or a... Uh, you know, some way or another, and a spiritual thing happening. And that, that process of all of those things coming together, like that is holy, 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 deeply sacred and can look and sound loud and messy and beautiful and astounding and um, emotionally just everywhere. And because of that, how good it feels... <laughs> It, it feels that good because it is that good. Um, things that look like that um, are still good. Things that don't look like that are still good. You know, so, so that process of having a good cry that isn't the full alchemy is like, it's still all good. Like that cry is all good. Just don't confuse it for the big alchemy moment. Recognize it as a step in that process, in that cooking. Um, and um, sometimes what happens is the alchemy happens in this deep level and then it works through all the levels of the being and that happens over the course of the next 12 days or the next 12 months, right? But, and then over those next three days or those next, that next week, that's where you see the physical this, the emotional that, the mental this, as that alchemy ripples through kind of out in this time. So sometimes it happens there. Sometimes it happens right in this moment. All of those things take place, and it's glorious. And um, when we do healing circles, we often go to that point of completion in each time. And often, but not always, there is that element that, that does is part of that signal. Um, but not always is that is the essential part of this. Um, and... Um, does that soothe that? Or is it still tender? Okay, great. Any other questions or comments about any of that stuff? You seem good. Um, I guess I, this came up um, for me this week in a different setting. Um, also, the idea that um, sometimes moving too quickly is not helpful and not really sustainable. So, again, to speak to what you're saying, sometimes the like really small steps to get gradually to the big steps is really important. Yeah. So that was just a good reminder because it's now the second time this week. You're hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, it's, it really becomes this uh, 
you know, as you walk farther and farther and deeper and deeper into this work, all these rules about like good, bad, right, wrong, shaming, do it this way, this is what it really is, like all of that stuff just, it just literally becomes a faint din to reality, which is like, this is real. And whatever is real is real. There's no deny. Like, you just know it. Like, that's, that's just what it is. Like, this is, this is real. Like, one step at a time. Like, push me beyond that. It's a big show, and I have to recover from this show. And, and I, and I got to tend myself because it was overexposure, and I've got to spend six days now recovering from that so that I can get back to my one step at a time. And it's like, it's okay. It's part of the process. But sometimes that part of that process is going like, that wasn't actually helpful. Whereas other times, that big push into this other place, we go to and we go, I know it's possible. I know what I'm going to be. I felt it. I could taste my vision. Like, I'm there. And then you come back. You, like, you sleep. You eat some comfort food. And you, like, do the one step at a time the next thing. You know? And it's just, like, you know, it just is. And just, like, the, and that really more often than not, life <laughs> does all of these things. And when we're present for it, that's health and that's vitality. And when we're like coming in and out and playing shame games and blocking things away, that's dis-ease, right? That's, that's, that's uh, you know, harm, soulful harm to ourselves as we fight that. So. Would it bring me to, just because I'm so like into Reiki right now. Yeah, dude. Um, is just the practice without expecting. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like it all comes, it's like, yeah, it, absolutely, absolutely. And, um, and one of my favorite other aspects of the um, Kim Fleischer's Reiki precepts is, uh, uh, is um, discuss without diagnosing, listen without advising, and that discuss without diagnosing to me as practitioners who are facilitating and having a discussion with a being non-verbally, that that's what we're doing. Like that the discussion that when we're working intuitively, we are, off, we are having a discussion with the being with us. And so to have that discussion without diagnosing what is happening, good, bad, right or wrong, you know, you know whereas, um, you know, tracking and following the discussion, knowing where it's going or parts are missing, that's really helpful. <laughs> really, really helpful. Um, but yeah, practice that expecting. Just like don't have expectations on those results. Um, and it can really, really change it. And I think what I've experienced from everybody in this room is the ability to practice without expecting. But the, what I heard in your voice, which I just so identified with in your story, was just like, and then there's that, it's like a good release, that like moral A plus, like good job. And that's the, like, it's tempting, but it's not as in service as, as just like accepting it, you know, as it is. Again, which isn't to say like our casual fun dinner talk, like high fives, butt smacks. Like this is what I heard. We did this session. Um, it was really uh she really felt it. I observed she even had this release that was that she really enjoyed. Like that's what I heard. Like like this is this is what happened. What I also heard in that was the reminder that we can give ourselves extra bonus. We're better than 
better than symbols for better than with a release and the, 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 and less than without. Okay. That's the whole point of this. Better than with, less than without. Throw that out and say sometimes with, <laughs> sometimes without. For sure. yeah. um, and, that, and, and that I think we, as far as I've seen, you all practice that way. I'm talking about the games we play with in our head and over time and how that builds. Um, yes, Claire. Yeah, okay, thank you. I, I'm so glad you said this because in my experience, like a couple years ago, I had a two-year like CRT, like I learned so much from the people who came to me for sessions and, you know, some of you were a part of that. A lot of people in this room were a part of growing me, you know, giving me a lot of experience and then I had all this and it was such a growing period of time and then when I went into my sabbatical for a while and then I came back and I was like going to work on Sophia, like my teacher, I was sort of freaking out, you know, mm. because I was like uh, the confident woman part of me and that in my CRT practice was rusty and she was not, you know, in her full, uh, she wasn't where she was and so my whole coming back to the CRT and, and you know practicing it professionally again after that period of time off um, all I did was I had I had moments where I felt like I was chasing that and that yes. was very unproductive because that was not you know it wasn't you know it was like a, a almost like a self-sabotage yeah. and it took me away from actually being really um, where I was which means that my practice changed and I had to actually be like, whoa, I'm changing and it's not going to show up like it did for this huge chunk of time. My experience as a practitioner showed up in a certain way and now all of a sudden it was radio silence and I had to be like totally okay with the silence and I had to trust it and I was like intimidated as hell because I was working on you too. Like, and it's, you know, it's something that I think is so important when you, like for me, when I was coming back to that, you know. It's, it's like, you know, I'm so glad you said this because it's not, what was my point? It's, um, it got me back on track to remember like what you said about like observe what's happening right now. And, and now I'm observing that my practice has changed. Like it's changed. Right. And I don't even know where the fuck it's going. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> thank you. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. That. So yes. I feel every, like really no. That Everything you just said. Thank you. That's that is why I said what I said, and that's yes. what you just said. Just that. Everybody was, remember that. Right. <laughs> that. It made me feel like, did I lose it? Right. Did I lose it? That's right. And I questioned myself. Uh huh. Do I still have my skills? Is my skill set there? And right. it was like, you know, that was very counterproductive. Right. It becomes yeah, it becomes distracting. That ch when you said chasing, I was like, oh, that's uh -huh. it. You, like you called me out. Like I know, I know that. And I have to catch myself. I'll find myself doing it. I'll find myself doing it even now. And I'm like. I also think there's clients that, like, if you have some yeah. big. Oh, my God. Bells, whistles, experience, like, one, two times. I think it's every time. Uh -huh. And then, it, like, I felt like, I don't, like, I can't. Like, it wasn't a thing that I even intentionally did. It would just happen. And so it's like, I don't know. I think there was, like, people that disappointed because it was absolutely every single time yeah i don't know so it took a lot for me to feel like i don't suck right it's just the way that was yeah and i guess it's just a choice and i also think there's people that chase that 
uh, like you were saying, as a practitioner, you felt like you were chasing it. I think there's also uh, clients that that want that. Like you you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like every time, that's what they're paying for. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, great. Anybody else? Anything else? Just one. Thank you. I want to take a moment in closing. I have a few things. First, take a breath. <sighs> Second, I want to remind you that this in itself can be transmission and medicine. So take care of yourself right now. If this is medicine for you, I have a few invitations. One is hit that subscribe button. Leave me a rate and review. It's very, very helpful. In addition, I would love to stay connected with you. Come over to my website, sophiawiseone.com, or find me on Instagram, at sophiawiseone, and get connected. And if this is feeding you, I encourage you to join the virtual temple that is up and gorgeous and happening. And that is my Patreon. And I'm inviting you to join us there. If this episode or another episode fed you and was just what you need, consider sending it and sharing it with a friend. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for all your work, all your medicine. I know deep in my being, you are weaving with me. Thank you. Thank you. We are in this together.